a challenging time now for India and the Maldives, the relationship which has historically been as close as it is, uh, is now increasingly problematic. One would su suggest that the word tension uh, is appropriate at this stage. It's not something that's going to get over. This after the uh, president uh, of the Maldives, after his return from uh, China where he had a state visit, has now given a deadline uh, for Indian soldiers uh, deployed over there. And there are just a handful of them who are actually involved in servicing, maintaining uh, helicopters uh, which actually run medevac, medical evacuation flights and assist the armed forces of the Maldives in any way. They've been given a deadline saying that they have to leave. Now, our ambassador has since met Maldivian uh, representatives, uh, their external affairs uh, ministry, and uh, there is an effort to try and ensure that the relationship uh, gets back on an even keel. But it is problematic at this stage. Uh, I'm joined now by uh, Jitendranath Mishra, former ambassador, and I'm joined by Dr. R.K. Radhakrishnan, uh, who's been tracking the Maldives very closely. Uh, Ambassador Mishra, let me come to you first. Um, how do you see the present situation between India and the Maldives, with the Maldives having given an ultimatum to Indian forces on the islands to leave? Well, thank you very much, Vishnu, for inviting me on the show. Right now, the situation is um, at a crossroads. Uh, slightly critical, but still at a crossroads because it could go either way. Look at, let's look at history. Uh, during the tenure of uh, President Yameen, he also asked Indian soldiers to leave. Let's not uh, forget. But uh, they didn't actually leave. Uh, there was, they still remain. All right, so we've lost that signal with you. We'll come back to you in a moment. Uh, Dr. Radhakrishnan, how do you sense, uh, you know, I mean, is it a crossroads now, India and the Maldives? Absolutely. I think uh, things have gone far uh, too much because of the kind of uh, uh, bullying that Maldives perceives comes from the Indian side. Of course, Indian officials have nothing to do with it. The prime minister has nothing to do with it. None of the Indian ambassadors or any of anything, uh, anybody in authority has uh, nothing to do with this. But unfortunately, uh, it is some of the people that the Prime Minister himself follows have tried to bully the Maldives, tried to uh, call uh, the President Moy's names. And this has played out very, very badly in Maldives. At the end of the day, I see uh, a man whose ego is hurt reacting the way he does. And uh, this happens exactly as he uh, lands in China. And therein uh, lies the problem. China rolls out the red carpet and 20 MOUs get signed, and we have absolutely no clue as to what these MOUs are, though they are broadly in infrastructure, uh, strategic vision, and all of that. I think uh, one of the first things that we have heard now, yesterday from the foreign minister, happens to be that uh, uh, some 30,000 uh, units of housing is to be built in uh, Mali, in the, uh, in the new Mali, the, the uh, reclaimed part of it. I think India is being systematically cut out of Maldives uh, as a result of what happened uh, uh, as part of a social media exchange, and I think it is deeply unfortunate. We need to reach out to Moise. We need to have a special envoy in place. We have had this uh, earlier also during the GMR issue in 2012. I think from 2012 onwards, the amount of effort that was put in during both administrations, UPA uh, and uh, UPA 2, and uh, as well as uh, the Modi government, has ensured that uh, when uh, Ibu Soli came to power in 2018. We, uh, India had a very firm footing and India helped Maldives in all its problems. We have to have a similar kind of envoy. We need a special dedicated envoy to Maldives. We need to pull this back for both countries. It is impossible for Maldivians to, uh, you know, wish away India. 
because everything from onion to sand to uh, stone to anything that you can think of goes from Trivandrum uh, via barges to Maldives. Sure. Uh, Ambassador Mishra, we've got your line up. Uh, will you go ahead with your thoughts? Uh, what's the way out of this mess? Well, first of all, temperatures have to calm on both sides. And it's very unfortunate, as I heard from uh, my colleague on the panel, that there is so much of uh, outpouring of emotion and vitriol on the social media, uh, I would say, from both sides. And uh, that becomes uh, difficult for foreign ministries to manage beyond a point in today's age. But uh, quiet diplomacy is the only way forward. There are mutual dependencies, and that's uh, a way forward because neither country can do without the other. And uh, calls for boycotting Maldives tourism, uh, I think they are uncalled for. They are uh, very uh, churlish and uh, very counterproductive because Indians are employed in the Maldives and 50 out of 60 flights going to the Maldives, Indian carriers uh, to carry tourists. So jobs are uh, uh, going to be lost for Indians and it will harm India uh, without any benefit. President Muzu called for one position and it was in a way forced by the social media vitriol in India. It's very, very unfortunate for the relationship. And um, I am sure that both the governments are very wise and they will find a way forward because India will remain the first responder uh, either way, for good or for bad. And I hope never for bad, but for good sure. because of uh, geography. And that's the reality. And I think the leadership yep. in Maldives understands that very well. All right, but I'd like to thank you both very much for joining us. But think about it, the Maldivian government giving a deadline uh, to the handful of Indian uh, forces who are still deployed on the island for medical uh, evacuation operations on board advanced light helicopters, which we had actually gifted them. Um, it is a sad reality of where the, the relationship between two of the closest allies seems to have gone right now. The China hand cannot be ignored at all.